it up. <laughs> you got to commit when you, you play that. that song. Like all the levels that she hits, even if you can't hit them, you just got to commit. Got to. You just commit to it. Um, what's up, though? Uh, this is the iHeartMiko podcast episode 151. Today is March 20th, 2019. Today, do you know what today is? March 20th, 2019. Besides that? Uh, it's Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> um, besides that? I got nothing else. Today is the first day of spring, which should be our new year. So happy new year. Oh, swag. That it's, should be the new year. It's the new year. Happy new year, everybody. Now, it's an important day for multiple reasons. Obviously, things start to bloom and grow around here, which is awesome for us plant-based people. Things become more available. True. But also, it's like a message to you and your league. Today is 30 days until the NFL starts to test players. Okay. 30 days. So, if you're an offensive lineman, today should be your last day smoking. Right? Yeah. Today should be your last day hitting the L, my nigga. If you're an offensive lineman or if you're one of those chunky D tackles, you know, nose guard, <laughs> y'all asses, today's your last toke, okay? Got it's it? It's dope of you to give a, a yes. shout out to, you know, yes. a tutorial, so to speak, a warning. Yes, I, as I hit the weed, uh, don't mind me, I don't have a job that tests me, so don't worry about that. Um, if you happen to be built like our uh, um, Brent Grimes, you know, that body type, what do you like? Two percent body fat. I don't know. So if you one of those niggas, your last day to smoke, I would suggest would be April first, April Fools. That should be your last smoke day. So depending on your weight between an offensive lineman and Brent Grimes, today and April first, find yourself, my nigga. If you want your check in two thousand nineteen, find yourself between now and April first. Oh, we gonna really know what's important to you. We gonna know. We gonna find out. They gonna they gonna let us know. Right. And take check and embarrass you. Act like you're a drug addict when you really just probably just medicating, self medicating, like most of us do. But anyways, this is a PSA. Spring, yeah. the first day of spring. If you're in the NFL, you should always remember. Okay, boom. It's time to shut it down. It's time to come on off of it and 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 focus on your career. Focus on getting the bag. It's not great, that important. Weed great, is not that important great, to lose your career. Great advice. Thank you. And people should appreciate it. Now me. <laughs> Perfect timing. I'm going to hit the weed Incredi- all year. Incredible timing. <laughs> Incredible. So um, today, um, first of all, let me read this because I don't really, let me, let me just tell you about fake news, okay? Mm-hmm. Here's some fake news. I just want to get this off before we even start the podcast. So the headline says JetBlue pilots alleged, allegedly drugged and raped crew members. Okay. First of all, after I read the story, I found out that they flew to San Juan 
on a on a flight. You know how you stay over certain cities or whatever. They met up at the beach and got drunk and got raped, allegedly. Why does JetBlue's name have to even be in this? They wasn't even on the on duty. They just trying to destroy my favorite airline. <laughs> I was gonna say I have no reason why they should be on there. It but should be some pilots. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Like, why Why does JetBlue's name, they, they wasn't even on the clock. JetBlue is not responsible for this. Blame whatever alcohol and whatever's wrong with those men that they alle- alleged. Well, there's a pilot's getting uh, athlete treatment right here. Oh, that's yeah. what it is? Yeah, they're getting athlete Damn. treatment. Damn. Anytime they get in trouble, their whole organization got to be... Responsible for them. Yeah. And they so got to take a stand. Yeah, now they, oh. they got to get fired for sure. Just because they was they was employees of JetBlue. If it was just some pilots, maybe they wouldn't get fired because JetBlue wouldn't be associated with it. They would just be two dudes that they got to just go to court for rape. Yeah, but now it's JetBlue pilots. Now there's a there's a pressure. There's a pressure, right? Yeah, not saying rape is bad, so they should lose their job, but just if it's true. Yeah, you know. But we don't even know if it's true, and they're going to get fired. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) They're done. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's crazy. It's not just this case, but all just the world in general. You know, you say you're innocent until proven guilty, but time and time again, that's proven it's the opposite. Yeah. And like you're, you're guilty. Especially with rape. Especially with rape. Yeah. And this is in no way trying to shame victims or survivors. It's really still sad that people have made up things. And ruin people's lives. Right. It's it's that's why I said uh, it's it seems more and more that you're guilty until you're proven innocent. Yeah. Well, it's normally like that for black people. We yeah, we've always I, but had I'm that. saying that's that's rough. Yeah. So they need to just take JetBlue's name out of that. I don't appreciate <laughs> them trying to shame that. my airline. This they is just, like my I mean, favorite airline. <laughs> It ain't going to hurt them none. They probably just got to fire a couple people. Oh, my God. Um, You know who Jess Hilarious is, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So um, Jess with a mess got on a flight. She's a comedian, you know. She's doing a video. She's basically sees some some Sikh, I believe it's called, Sikh members with the turban hats. Okay. The religious Sikhs, and she starts to panic. As if she's afraid and doesn't know, she's like acting like she's afraid they're getting on her flight, like they're gonna like take over the flight. Like that really happened. Like 9 11 really happened. It didn't mm. happen. But some people really think that that happened, that there was some niggas well, yeah, with boxes. She was joking. I think she was joking. Okay. And she made a video saying like she was paranoid because they was getting on her flight, like she's, she's doing a video while they're getting on the flight. Oh. Uh. And then something happened where, like, they were grounded and they had to get off the flight. And then when she got back on the flight, they wasn't on the flight. So she made a video about that. And then it went all crazy. She Now, you know, people have to cancel her because she said something inappropriate about somebody. Right. She just realized that. She's she's to a different level of famous. Mm-hmm. She That's just got I... slapped with some real nigga shit. And what I love the most about the story is her man, Country Wayne, with nine children. Mm-hmm. They are so cute together, first of all. I just, I feel for her because I feel like she's going to be pregnant like any day now. Um, I feel, I love that he like 
stood up for her. Like people was hitting him up, telling him he needs to break up with her because she's bad for his brand. Because she's a racist and she's a xenophobe. Ooh, xenophobe. (laughs) People really think like if they call you that, like if it's not true that you should feel away. Like when people say I'm atheist or something, I'd be like, no, it doesn't bother me that you say things about me that's not true. Mm-hmm. It bothers me when people say stuff about you that's not true, but for some reason it don't bother me when they say it about me. And it's like then she had to make this whole apology, like a big time apology. She had to write it down. She was in tears and saying that she was sorry. She didn't realize, you know, that it hurt people and 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 my thing is like I've told you this before. I ain't apologize for nothing. Let's just be clear about that. I like to make fun of people. I like to say things that are inappropriate about people's race, sometimes their weight, a lot of things. It's really because my core, to my core, I feel like I'm like a comedian. Mm-hmm. I think I'm funny. And there are certain things that I don't do, you know what I'm saying, that I do have a boundary on. But I feel like she was really making a joke. And then she had to like, double it down and say she no I really was scared and then it was just like no those are like really really nice calm people that you know that we have fucking like made like a like we have decided that since 9-11 happened yeah since 9-11 happened suddenly these nice peaceful people are just like waiting to take over one of our planes just the minute they just feel some type of way like that never happened 9-11 didn't happen yeah i agree and if people would just get that through their head they would stop this the biggest fucking terrorist in america is the white man period they shooting everybody up they tripping and we just won't even like acknowledge that yeah i think with her like i like i said i feel like she realized that she's more famous than she thought yeah and when you're more famous than you thought, some stuff like that, people would jump on you for. A little earlier in her career, she could have did that. As it a joke. Got some laughs. Mm-hmm. Nobody would have said anything. And what happened is, she, with her newfound fame, she can't do that, clearly, mm-hmm. in this society. And also, she realizes that she's maybe on the verge of being even more famous with she's more money. So she probably is in a panic and trying to like, like oh God, clean this up. So let me ask you this. So why is it that people accept an apology that somebody really probably didn't mean? Um, why is that okay? Why, do you, why can you say, okay, well, they apologize. So now you can continue your dreams in your life. Like what if the apology wasn't even genuine? They just said it just so you could shut the fuck up because you really wasn't mad to begin with. You're fake angry because the world told you you should be angry. Like, nothing about what she said made me mad at all. I didn't feel yeah. a thing. I think most of the people that are, are talking or commenting or saying things to her are, aren't really mad. Like, it's this, you know, social media vibe. It's just people are going to jump on. It's a mob mentality. People are going to act like they're mad, but they're really not. They're just joining in on the mob. Yeah. So that's what's going on. This dude hit me up. Because I wrote on her man's page when he put, he put a video up and he was like, look, she apologized, y'all. If you got a problem with me still being with her, then put a Band-Aid on it. Mm-hmm. Basically just said, go fuck yourself. That's mine. I'm standing by it. I don't give a fuck what she did or said. She, she, that's my bitch. 
And I loved it. So I was like, I'm glad you standing up for her because most of these people aren't even really mad. And some motherfucker going to hit me up talking about that's his religion and he, you don't know what I've been through, you know, and how people look at me and blah, blah, blah. So I clicked on the nigga page and it's private. And I was like, fuck you, nigga. You probably not even that nigga. You just want some attention. Yeah, a lot of people want attention. You don't, you don't even have a turban on in your, your bio, nigga. Fuck you. <laughs> Where your turban at then? Why it ain't in your bio? Why your yeah. pre- page private? Yeah. Why are you on social media? I don't understand people with a private page on social media. Unless it's a child's page, like Aiden's page, I had to make private because people was just being way too disrespectful once I blocked them. Yeah. And you know, I don't mind. I don't even be on his page for real. Like I try to get him to use it a little more, but he's he's over it. <laughs> yeah. He'll probably come around later, like when he starts doing his art, but he's over it. So it's like, why do you have a private page on social media? And you got such an opinion on everything. Shut the fuck up. There should be a, a an, an Instagram for private people. All y'all are private over here. Yeah. You can only comment on somebody's page if you're following them. How about that? That's private. No, no, no. But still, you got to be, people don't even follow me and just talking shit. Yeah. Because right. I like to block people that are following me. Yeah, they're not following you because they talk shit off of something you said. It's just mm-hmm. like people are trying to find, they're scanning comments. Like Looking people for the actually blue check. read all the comments. They look for the one with the blue check. And they find a comment like, oh, I don't like that comment. So I'm going to go argue with him. No, it's usually have a blue check too. Like they like well, to argue okay. with people that blue, are famous. That's and then that's, they, you know, the niggas be beaten off when you respond to them. Yeah, like well. that's the how they jack off for the day. Like, oh my god, uh, 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 Miko, comment, uh, like nigga, fuck, like dog, go buy some pussy. It's so much pussy out here for sale. Go like dog, just go buy some. Mm. Niggas want to argue, and that's how they get off. On, I think that's really how they get off. In their life, like arguing while they at work and their miserable job. People Wanna like to argue. Debate. So fucking, I was just so annoyed at how, that what they put her through to keep her career. Yeah, it's just what they, they crown do. you. They can fucking dethrone you. Want to humble you? Humble you? Yeah, I got so many panic. comments saying that's why you'll never be rich or famous because you aren't humble. I don't even like the word humble. Not used for me anyway. Why? It just seems like a degrading word. It doesn't seem... Humble? Seems yeah. Seems degrading? Yeah. I don't... The definition of humble, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't know the actual definition. You want me to tell you? Go ahead. Like, what is the actual definition? Okay, so the actual definition of humble is having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance. I'm important. I'm sorry. Of low social, administrative, or political rank. Lower. Someone who is lower in importance. Sorry. I might have to stop using that word. (laughs) Because I don't agree. It's a little more stressful than I want want to know about. Sorry. But Jess, uh, she ain't listening to this podcast. But in case she ever does, girl... I'm sorry that you have to go through this. You totally entertain the fuck out of so many millions of people. And it's like they don't know you. Like, I know you, bitch. I know you ain't fucking racist. I know you ain't fucking hating on nobody's religion. Like, I know that about you. I came to your motherfucking show. 
And if you were to make that joke, I would assume that you're just making a joke for mm-hmm. real and move on with my fucking life. Right. And that's what people need to do. I've heard way worse in comedy <laughs> shows. Right. Shit, shout out to Andrew Schultz who is fucking putting his dick on the table as far as comedy is concerned. He's like, no, y'all not finna stop me from saying insensitive things. I'm going to do it all. <laughs> right. Um, so let's get on track. You don't know this, Brent Grimes, but this show, I'm titling it Undisputed. Okay. Do you know why? Uh, no. So I watch Undisputed now. I attempt to watch it as much as I can just What's for my Undisputed? Ne- uh, Shannon Sharp and Skip. Uh, oh, okay. Skip Bayless. I never knew the name of the show. Yes. Um, and so today's episode, I just, I just thought about this and I was like, you know what? We don't really talk about a lot of the topics that are on a lot of the other shows. Cause my, this podcast is like pro black. So I generally try to talk about pro black things, mm-hmm. <laughs> not mass media. But today I decided that we would tackle or address the topics from undisputed today. How about cool. that? Sounds cool. I watched the show vaguely. I, I, you know, I heard a lot of it, but I, I, I caught all the titles and I wrote them down. But I wanted to, I wanted, this is how Undisputed should go. If it was really like a, a professional athlete and a fanboy, because that's exactly what Skip Bayless is. He's a fucking fanboy that, you know, pretty much got his job because he was a loser and knew so much about two teams that he turned it into a career. Yeah, he was a <laughs> sports writer for a long time. Yeah, though, right? in Chicago or something. Yeah, I think it was Dallas. Da- um, but he, I would think he was up he started, north somewhere oh, first. I don't know where he started. I just remember seeing He's Dallas. from there, though. He's from Dallas. Oh, okay. But I think he had another job writing somewhere else. I don't know. I don't even it doesn't matter. care about his life. But if, if this show were true to form, it would be more like Skip giving his fanboy opinion and Shannon correcting him. Because he's actually the athlete. And not so much in basketball. They could both, you know, be a little off on that because it's not like Shannon played. But he's a pro. You know, so he should really just, his opinion should should weigh more than Skip's. And I watch them argue every day. And it's hilarious. I've learned to like it now. I used to really hate it. Yeah. I learned to like it because it's really what America is. It's social media where fans are sitting there arguing with athletes about opinions in sports. Right. And the fans somehow, some way think their opinions are like good all the time. Just because somebody at PFF, the, the loser Chris Collinsworth and his dorky ass friends that run PFF have thrown a whole bunch of shit into a computer and spit out some numbers that say what somebody is. Yeah. And then you have this goofy ass draft where you fucking running a 40 yard dash in a onesie in cleats and spikes on rubber. When in the fuck are you ever doing that in an NFL game? When do you get in a three point stance? Uh, a corner? Any position where oh, you yeah. finna go haul ass for 40 yards, uh, not changing direction. Uh, never. Never, right? No. Okay, so you want to see who's fast? Throw the ball, nigga. People have different speed when the ball is in the air, when they're tracking the ball. Yeah. Do you agree with that? I agree 100%. Yeah. 
So when do you bench press when you're playing an NFL game? When you're on your back and someone and you're forced to press someone with just your arms. I think that's the worst lift for football there. I don't know why that's the lift. It's dumb as hell. I mean, it's, it's upper body strength, but it's not functional at all. Right. Uh, you're never laying down doing anything. I, I never Unless a nigga really, crawling across your chest. Cause yeah, <laughs> and if you're laying down in football on your back, it's like, a, it's, I don't know why bench is such a major lift. What do you think it should be replaced with? Uh, I, they won't do squats because they want everybody to do so much running. But I would say I would rather them do like overhead press or something. Like, because that's more functional. That mm-hmm. involves your core standing up, hold, you know, locking mm-hmm. your core in place, shoulder up, all that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. Laying on your back and pressing up, I don't, I never really got it. What skill or exercise do you think is most relatable to the football game that's done at the combine? The little drills they do after. No, um, not those. The, one the of 40, the drills. The, 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 the broad jump. The None of them. None of them. No, I mean, I, I get it. The 40 and the, the broad jump and the, the vert. It shows like explosion and strength. That so the possess. film don't show that. But I was gonna say, like <laughs> you can, you honestly, and why why the combine is so crazy to me is because you can pay for the best training and get little tips and run, go from a four or five something to a four or three. Mm-hmm. So and that's just off of start. Uh, Getting out of the blocks how fast. How you coming out, yeah, right? Yeah, the like, right onesie so yeah. it's up your ass just enough. Yeah, I ran mine <laughs> on a basketball court and like regular shit. Like, I didn't know any of that. Right. You know what I mean? So all this, these numbers, like, it's, it's trained stuff. It's a workout. Yeah. That's a workout. I never understood why they put so much on a workout. This is, yeah, because they got, could capture the fan's brain and told them, this is how you tell. When you got years years of football film of them actually playing the sport actually jumping like yeah like actually you, running and changing and direction like, and and i've been you know watching football for a long time for like watching it as film mm-hmm. and you can always tell i don't need to know what his 40 time was if a nigga fast if i'm like yo that nigga fast right. so you you can see that right so like 40 time and all that shit don't matter it's just like like take basketball for example. Mm-hmm. They got college basketball. They yeah. have a draft. Mm-hmm. They also have a combine. You no. ever hear anything about no that shit? One. No, because they got important. films of people hooping. They know if you're gonna get a bucket or not. Right. They might just get you in there to see if you walk with if- a crazy limp or one of your legs shorter than the other. <laughs> but they don't really they don't really care with like uh, stuff like that. I get the combine for medical shit and making sure everybody, you know, they joints and stuff is right. That makes sense because you, the mm-hmm. owner's about to make an investment. I get yeah. it. But as far as it shouldn't matter so much. Draft stock falling and yeah. and jumping because of what they did in a workout. Like, that's crazy to me. Anyway, so this show should be, you know, 
Shannon's schooling skip, but instead he spends the whole two and a half hours arguing. And somebody told me that the reason that they don't like my podcast is because we agree with each other too much. Um, I was like, so you want us to fake an argument? That's what I was going to say. I was going to mention- <laughs> You want us to fake sides? I was going to mention with the skip and Shannon. Shannon, a lot of that you got to know is entertainment. Yeah. And I believe Skip may be kind of weird, but some of the stuff he says, like, I feel like the LeBron thing he does now, that's just like, come on, bro. You still, do, like, what is it? He know damn well if LeBron starts uh, what, what, signing with the Spurs. How many years LeBron been playing? Uh, 13. Four, whatever many years. 14. This is year 14. He's been the best player in the league for... If you've been no sixteen, th- I think after like, about 16, two or 16. three years in of his career, he was been the best player in the league all those years. Mm-hmm. You still like doubting like LeBron? Like it doesn't even make sense. He's a fan. You see what I mean? He's yeah, a fan. But- it, it works for the show. Let me tell you, he's a fan, and he comes from a fan's perspective. All he comes with is numbers. He has no IQ in regards to actual playing. Of all these years, he's been a reporter, a writer, a journalist. He still doesn't even grasp the 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 the, the basic facts that an actual player tells him. He still denies things. Yeah. You know, and it just works for the show. It's just, yeah, just laugh enter- at them. Yeah, that's what that's I'm what saying. I do. It's entertainment. It's yeah. just like you're watching that to be entertained. And like people want to be entertained with ridiculous sided arguments. Like, yeah. And then you could crack like a joke and it can be like, you're an idiot type arguments. That yeah. I get it. Because mm-hmm. people can easily side with either side. Like, yeah. it's fans that's going to agree with him. And then it's the rational thinkers that's going to be like, yo, this fan's an idiot. And that's what that's why Undisputed is a hit show. Yes, so we're gonna be undisputed today. You ready? I'm we ready. ain't gonna be on for two and a half hours, so we're gonna knock this out quickly now. Cool. Um, the first topic is Randall Cobb. You know he, what happened to him? Did he go to the Cowboys? Yes, he did. For one year, five million dollars. Okay. Um, he replaced uh Cole Beasley. Um, the question is is he better than Cole Beasley? And will he get the numbers that he got in Green Bay in Dallas? No. Wait, no, both? No. Um, they about to, Who's better? Cobb, who's a better who's a better receiver? They about the same. Randall Cobb was better, but I feel like he's you know, he alright. But I feel like a lot of numbers he got in Green Bay is because of Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rogers. Not saying he's not good, but Aaron right, Rodgers, right. a lot of their system is, hey, Aaron Rodgers, um, hey, we're going to call a play. That play probably ain't worth a damn. But Aaron Rodgers, just do Aaron Rodgers. And, mm-hmm. and you're going to get us up and down the field. And he got a lot of his yards like that. Uh-huh. Well, you know, let me give you some facts. Um, first of all, one year, $5 million. This sounds like Green Bay didn't even want him because I feel like That's they could have beat that deal yeah. if they really want him. They obviously didn't want him. I'm concerned with the concussions and, you know, just the injuries. He seemed like he got slower. He's 29. He's not even 30 yet. I don't know his age. He yeah, just like young. He got way slower. But, um, Eating all that cheese up there in Green Bay. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is 69.4% accurate when passing to him. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Yeah. I think he has 470, what was that stat? 470 yards or something. 
what was I can't even remember the fucking stat. Okay, I found the stat. It says when targeting Cobb during his career, Rodgers completed 69.4% of his passes. He threw 39 touchdown passes to him and had a passer rating of 110.4. Of Cobb's 470 career receptions in Green Bay, 430 came from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, he's playing with Aaron Rodgers. He's going to throw a lot of good balls. <laughs> You're going to be open. That's – I, I would have begged to stay. <laughs> I would have been like, hold on. Yeah. And, you know, I had – you know, there was a, this famous um, – Sharp had brought this up on the show. There was this famous uh, Sports Illustrated picture with Aaron Rodgers and all his receivers. Do you remember when they won the Super Bowl? Yeah. He was the last one to go on that picture. Oh, we're – They all gone. Yeah, they had a nice receiving core at that time. Yeah, it's all broken up now, starting over. I thought Aaron Rodgers would be dealt. I really thought it might happen with the coach being fired. No way, I'm thinking team. maybe he would want to leave. You know, get out of that fucking frozen tundra. Go somewhere warm, you know? Yeah, He's that would be cool. fucking Danica Patrick now. Put her on the beach. I thought for sure he might come get that Jaguars job, maybe even the Dolphin job. He probably want to be a quarterback that's like, Ten years. Stay at stay. the same team his whole career. Possibly. Man. But I don't think uh this move is like a big win for the Cowboys. Like he's all right. Oh, this is it right here. This is up this is exactly what Dak needed, according to Skip Bayless. This is exactly what he needed to complete his 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 harem of of Super Bowlness, like this is it. This he got the he got the running back. Now he got Cooper. Now he got his slot guy that can you know catch outside the numbers. Now he's ready to go. No, it's just he's all right. He's good. <laughs> he's solid. Nothing like oh they got they got him. So this is a wrap. Like no, it's not like. I that. think he's going to be disappointed when he starts catching balls from Dak Prescott. It's not. Yeah, he coming from Aaron Rodgers, so anybody is a step down. Just being honest. Yeah. So, you know, he's going to be in for a difference for sure, but he won't be in Green Bay anymore. Hey, there is some pluses. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, Odell Beckham Jr. tweets that he's going dark on social media, stating he's taking an emotional and mental vacation. Okay. The question was, should the Browns be concerned by this? Someone who literally feeds off of this, like he lives on social media, like this is his life. No, they shouldn't be concerned. Uh, you just got to wait and see how long he can do it because he clearly cares about stuff like that. But it could be a good sign that he's trying to really just focus on football, get all the distractions out, uh, you know, just be a good Cleveland Brown. They they might have just had a real nigga meeting, like a come come together where they was probably like, you know what? Everybody's waiting for us to fail. Yeah. They they talk about the quarterback, you know, he too black, he out here hitting his Dougie and shit. Of course, Odell celebrates any play, even if his team's down thirty and he get catch a thirty yard pass, he gonna celebrate. Like, calm down. Mm -hmm. You know, he's just really arrogant. And then Juice low key wants to be Odell, we know that. Mm-hmm. And if those personalities don't mesh well, that could be that could fuck them up from the jump. Like if any of them yeah. want to bring their ego into this and wants to argue over who's I mean, just being honest, both like that's 
ball. They're, Jarvis, Odell, both want the ball. Mm-hmm. It is that's going to be a thing. There's no way they're just they would have to not be themselves to not want the ball. But I think it's a plus that Jarvis knows he's not better than Odell, and he's cool. played behind him in college all four years. You know, it's so cool to you know who Batman your, is. It's your homie too. Yeah. So it's like all right, you know my homie getting all you. You can be hyped for him more. Than somebody that you don't even give a fuck about. Like, you don't care if that nigga eat. Like, you know, you. So you could be hyped for him. Y'all both paid. Y'all live together. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all paid. So everything's straight. Y'all splitting rent and shit. Stop it. But it's just like anything. Football, it don't. Dream teams don't matter in football. They don't. The Patriots shown that so many times. The yeah. Patriots never have the most loaded roster Mm-mm. where you look at every position and you're like, oh my God. Look at this here. No. They're going don't. to the Super Bowl. You don't. It's just football. It's, it's mm-hmm. X's and O's and your quarterback. That's pretty much it. Weapons help, obviously, but X's and O's and your quarterback. I hope that this is a good thing for them. I hope that they all like really kind of still being themselves. You can, you got to let Odell be himself. You know what I'm saying? No, he's can, a, yeah, he's a shell. And, you know, um, Baker Mayfield is a shell. Yeah. And I just, I think if they can just coexist around each other and be a show and not just a, a fucking buffoonery off the field, but, you know, like on the field, like play well. Yeah, you can't, you ain't going to be able to tell till the season starts, but, you know, it could be good, but it could be really bad because they're going to have high expectations. And if they start off slow, they're going to get a ton of media attention. Negative. Just because they like built like a a fake super team. Yeah. It's just Mm -hmm. like, just think like you could take that back to a few years while ago, the Eagles team. Everybody was like, oh, this is a dream team. Mm -hmm. They went like, they were trash. This would be a great opportunity for you to fulfill my dream of becoming a Cleveland Brown. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a Cleveland Brown. Wouldn't it be fun to be a Cleveland? This is the year they should have hard knocks in Cleveland. Yeah, this would be fun. The it team would be fun. be fun. I feel like they're going to, even if they suck, I just feel like it's going to be fun. Unless they suck. No, because even last year they were 7, 6, and 1. And they had fun. That's not that great. Yeah, because they were the Cleveland Browns. They were the lovable losers. So now you're so saying they were there's like pressure. Two and fourteen, three and thirteen, and oh then and all 16. of a sudden, yeah, zero oh and sixteen. Like, and then they win seven games. That's great. But any other team wins seven games. That's even like a team that usually wins seven games. When you win seven games, they're like, oh, that was a meh, or that was a terrible season. Mm. So now, if the Browns come again and go eight and eight, seven and nine, that was it. Wasn't seven six one? It was something. Yeah, it was. Else. It was seven six and one. Maybe maybe that's eight, only fourteen games. Maybe eight, eight six and maybe nine six and one. I don't think they won nine because they didn't go to the playoffs. So whatever, whatever that that <laughs> that record was great. It might be seven eight and one. That was like a. That was mm-hmm. a great season for the Browns, who just lost like 32 straight games. Right. But now with okay, adding Odell and all, and that's the, not going to be media hype. Enough. A good year. The bar has been raised. Yes. is what you're trying to tell exactly. me. Exactly. Damn it! Lower the bar. No, I'm just <laughs> uh, Next topic. Um, should LeBron shut it down for the season? Consider the Lakers aren't going to the playoffs. 
No, nah, he's not going to shut it down because he want to get all those records. Talk to me, man. We coming for you, Kareem. Yeah, I don't think he had any suggest. I, I definitely think that if there's like minute shaving and that type of thing, he set out against uh, Milwaukee um, yesterday. And so um, the record has to be gotten. And we can't be taking no games off, even if we sorry. We actually have to – capitalize on the sorry teams that we do run into in this last stretch and pummel them <laughs> so that um, the record is easily attainable in year 20. Because yeah. that's the goal. Year 20, we have to have had this smashed, and we on track. Yeah, I think he's playing to keep his stats up. I also think that he's playing to shut everybody up because people would definitely talk shit if he didn't. If he would like that shut it too, down, but I don't think he would care about that. Yeah, it would just be annoying. You know, there's always there's already a poll online: should the Lakers trade LeBron and start over? And it's like a yes, a, it's winning. Yes, trade him hmm. and start over. Can you believe it? There's yeah, some, these are probably Laker fans, and they're actually Kobe fans. I'm pretty That's sure. That's what I was gonna say. You had to know <laughs> what LeBron this year. It's a lot of Kobe fans. Who thought like, we look, were? I told you from day one we was not going to the playoffs if we I'm got not, if we kept this same roster. Even we added on niggas that, you know, what was what bothered me. Like, I got I got excited when I saw the the Rondo and and um, fucking what's the center's name? We picked up Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler. I was thinking to myself, like, these are good veterans that will help you in the playoffs. They don't get you to the playoffs. Like, you need their mentality. You need their minutes, their advantage. If you get to the playoffs or in, if you're in a situation where you're close. But we never really did anything to assure that we would get to the playoffs, in my opinion. We no, ne- y'all never didn't. made any moves. Y'all never made a team like LeBron yeah. usually has. So yeah. it, it seems like. The Lakers tried to build like a, a up and down the court type team with no shooting, and that's just not going to win in today's NBA. Not it's the Sacramento Kings with LeBron on it. Yeah, like you, it's not LeBron as one of the yeah the, you need the guards. You need they need shooting, and they need another star. That's it. Mm-mm-mm. Um, did you see that LeBron got his shot blocked against the Knicks? Um. I heard about that, but I didn't. I haven't did, seen it. It was it was almost like you just saw his his crown fall off his head just because somebody blocked his shot to win the game, like yeah. they lost the game. And I'm thinking to myself, if that doesn't say King, people really think that that game, like he had 33 points or something like that, but people were just like, the Knicks beat the Lakers. It's over. LeBron's he's done. He's done. He's re- retired now. Like, it's over. It was like a big deal that his shot got blocked. Mind you, he is, like, top five shot, like, buzzer beaters. Man, you can't listen it's to so what crazy. people talk about. People just, like, it's so annoying. Everybody overreacts to everything. And then, like, when somebody is good, like LeBron, mm-hmm. any, like, one of the best, the best, it's like, they're just waiting to say, look, 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 look. He's not good anymore. Like, that's yeah. just, like, what people do. I think that they're just tired of him being great for so long. They can't fucking take it. That's like, they never really, like, agreed that he was the best. 
And they were waiting all these years to say he's not the best. And it's just taken way too long. Like this should, they, they should not still be saying that he's the face of the NBA. Like people are really angry. Yeah, I mean, there's some people that don't like LeBron. Yes, they can't take it. They're just like, finally, this is the year that we dethroned this motherfucker. Yeah. It's sad. I mean, it's it's like, it's you got to think, it was a lot of people was tired of LeBron being in the finals. You know, Every people, year. You know, he's like. Taking whatever squad he got to like the, the finals. It's like the same way, as always. Whoever's like considered the best in the league, it's going to be a lot of people hating him. This is ridiculous. Though. A lot of people hated Jordan. Not like this. I don't know. A lot no. of people hated Jordan. I mean, a lot of people that's people older hated. that hate Michael Jordan. Well. That hate him. I don't think those Clearly. people deny that he was the best player in the league, though. These people deny that LeBron's the best player in the league. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. That's a big difference to me. I don't know. Walt Frazier said, LeBron is a bad teammate. Um, you, you know what, what happened? No. So LeBron was sitting at the all the way end of the bench and looked like he was separated or like might be having a moment or whatever. And mm-hmm. Walt Frazier tries to call him out on it and just says he's like, he's a bad example of, of a leader. And people got, got on old, 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 the OG head. Got like, on Walt Frazier. Oh yeah, they oh. came for his neck. Ice Cube came for him. Like it was, it was a problem. And, and people just don't seem to understand that just because you're old and you play the game, like that doesn't mean your opinion is like valid. You don't get to just say stuff and 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 people don't ain't gonna say nothing back to you. And a bunch of people were like, "You guys need to respect your elders. Don't come at the OG like that." Nah, just like we had to come at goddamn uh, what's his name, the running back for the um. Running back for the Cleveland Browns, fucking sellout Uncle Tom as Jim, Jim, Brown. Jim Brown. Well, yes, Patty LaBelle. You know, old people just lose themselves sometimes. They're not right, and Walt, it wasn't right. Yeah, you don't just you don't just have get to make those type of accusations off of somebody having a moment. And he yeah. wasn't even really away from the team for real. It was like you wanted that. You in your mind, that's what you were thinking about him. Yeah. And so you just decided. I mean, but that's what it is. People saying their opinion. But my thing is, when you say it and you're Walt Frazier, it comes off a little bit different. Yeah. And he was he was nasty. You know, he was she was real nasty with it. You know, and his tone. And I, I, I just really get tired of people thinking because they're an OG or something or they're a veteran that they could just say whatever about these players and everybody's just supposed to shut up and respect what you say. Did Walt Frazier say this? Or are you saying that's what fans are thinking? Yes. I think that people in general think that, though. Like, yeah. there were actual commentators and journalists and media people saying, no, 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 you can't, you can't say that to him. He's a veteran. He's a legend. Oh, no. <laughs> fuck out of here, nigga. You on them ugly-ass suits. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Shit on that man's suit. I had no respect. Um, 
Should the Lakers regret trading D'Angelo Russell? Now, we've already covered this because we're great on this podcast. Now, what I didn't know when we discussed it, I, t- I told you that I thought that it was one of the biggest regrets and Zubek were some of the biggest regrets um, of the Lakers, Randall, Zubek, and Trey D'Angelo. What I didn't know is, you know who they got for the trade? Kyle Kuzma. Uh, so would you rather... Kyle Kuzma or D'Angelo Russell? Uh, D'Angelo Russell. Mm. Mm. And you know I love Kyle Kuzma, but you are right. Yeah, <laughs> when you're right, you're right. I think D'Angelo Russell is. Well, you fucking right, you're right. And I'm thinking to myself, like, no, nah, it wasn't worth it. But on the show, they, this, my nigga Shannon had a valid point, and he said because D'Angelo was a cancer in the locker room, you have to just get rid of him. Otherwise, you destroy the team. And the cancerous thing he did was record Nick saying, you know, he cheats on his girl and yeah. posting it and everything. And my thing is, you was getting rid of Swaggy P anyway. That's so. what I was about to say. <laughs> and, and just because he did that, I mean, he's a cancer in a locker room. Yeah. Like, he, was a, a, he was young. That's a dumbass moment was, that he was like, oh, shit. That was a teachable moment yeah, for them. You yeah. don't just throw away the baby with the bathwater. I just feel like they really thought Lonzo was going to come in. And yeah, like they thought like the shit. And it didn't work out, at least not yet. I don't know what's He's going on. He's not a bucket. D'Angelo Russell is low-key. The reason the Nets are flourishing right now, he's a bucket. Yeah. He's, He's an all-star. He was a scorer in college. Yeah. Lonzo was a good point guard in college, and he was crazily, he shot the ball well from three, but he mm-hmm. cannot for Something whatever happened. reason. Something happened. I think his he daddy scared him. He can't shoot in the NBA, but like they're different, different style players. And I feel like he would fit better, especially with LeBron this year. So, yeah, that was just more heat for Magic and Genie. They, they fucked up. They fucked up low-key. Yeah. They made some bad moves, and it doesn't make me feel good going into the future. I must say that. I'm afraid that if LeBron doesn't seriously take over this roster, they're in trouble. Another star. They got to commit to a LeBron team. Yeah. If they commit to that formula, then they have to go hard and get another star player that can be a bucket besides LeBron. Mm-hmm. That could take over games sometimes. You know, LeBron don't have to do it every single night. And then they just need shooters around him. It's a simple formula. It's worked his whole career. They tried to do something different. I was like, we just going to bank on this free agency coming mm-hmm. up. And, and it, it didn't, didn't work. work. That's it backfired. It. That's it. I, I was saying it in the beginning. You can go back to the early podcast. I said they're going to have to go to the LeBron formula. Yeah, so LeBron's gonna have a ball. It's gonna be shooters around. And I told you I was waiting for the shooters to get signed. Yeah, <laughs> I said because there's none on this roster. I think we had a podcast and Cuffs was on, and he was like, "Nah, this roster's good." I'm They're like, gonna be up and down I'm the court, like, and you was like, "Nah, bro, nah. you gotta gotta shoot. You gotta have a shooter." It's a formula. Yeah. He's not just gonna all of a sudden change his style of play. Mm-hmm. Like or he, change what he needs to flourish. To flourish, it ain't like he's his skills are diminished so much that he can only just put his back to the basket and get turnarounds. Like, nah, he's still LeBron. Yeah. Uh, Vontez perfect to the Raiders. Wow. Um, that would be just a normal, you know, transaction. If, but the problem is, 
he uh, put Antonio Brown big toe on the edge of death. <laughs> yes. That's why I game. said wow immediately. That was a problem. I wanted to fight him. That game was a mess. Yeah, he was doing a and lot. And was of it foul Juju shit. that hit him afterward? Who was that hit him? Nineteen was nineteen. I think it was Juju. Juju then hit him afterwards. Um, how long will it take you to forgive a nigga that hit you like that in the game? I don't know. I, I can't even call it, but. Because there was definitely smoke after that. Lots of smoke, lots of bad energy. It's been a while, though. Uh, How long? I'm asking you, how long does it take? I would be take? over it by now. Like, you would be I would, over it? I would say something, you know, talk about it, whatever, like break the ice. But it's, it ain't like two weeks later. Still. That's like, like three years of, ago. A nigga tried to remove your soul <laughs> yeah, while I you would, wasn't even looking. I would be straight. I would be straight at this point. I might even joke about it when I first see him. What if you get a flashback of how your back felt? You remember he was injured after that. Yeah. Injured. But they played against each other several times. Yeah, that's business. But now he's on your team. Like, do you really? That's why I'm saying. Are you really coming across the middle in practice? Are you? Niggas is not hitting each other in practice. Vontez um, got uh, CTE, I'm sure. No, he not. He's crazy, Brent. He's the type of nigga you want on your team, mm-hmm. but not in practice if you don't know how to handle himself. <laughs> a running back get hit sometimes in practice. But how you it, think? How you think AB got hit in the game? He ain't no running back. But that's a game. I'm telling you, if a linebacker hit Antonio Brown in practice hard enough to like Andrew? hit a linebacker, at, hit a receiver at all. That's it's a, problem. a problem. Now, niggas thud up on running backs, and if you have, like, it's rare live practices, like, where everybody's to the ground. So, no. He so, not. there's no, like, PTSD from that? Like, none? I mean, I'm not Antonio Brown, but I'm saying <laughs> three years later, I'm straight. I'm straight. Mm, that's great. I would, he would have to die. Damn. You would Sorry. still be pissed. Um, f- fade. I never got the fade back. I never actually hit you. But he, they done played did. each other at least six more times. I need to put time. my hands on you, my nigga. That was the check. At some point, we didn't meet up as men <laughs> and handle this. I would, I, if a girl ever, I remember a girl undercut me. Mm-hmm. And I swear I never spoke to her the rest of the season. It happened in practice. I never spoke to her the rest of the season. Oh yeah, we know you can hold a grudge with the best of them, <laughs> <laughs> and that showed it. No, because you can't be trusted at this point. You can't sport. be trusted. Shit happens. No, she in did sport. it. It was intentional. She was angry because I was giving them buckets in practice, and she just said, "I'll fix this." And undercut you? Yes. Oh, man. Fade. Well, she foul. Fade. That's a foul person yeah. if she undercut you. Vontez, you've seen how you hit other people? Yeah, but that's three years ago, me. And they played each other at least four to six okay. times since then. Oh, I don't know. I guess. I guess everything's <laughs> going to be okay. We're going to find out. Um, Kevin Durant has refused any questions in regards to the Draymond calling him a bitch. If, they bringing that up again? Yeah, so Draymond took the bait. 
Um, and he says, they asked him, so, you know, what are you going to do if Durant decides to leave the team because of, you know, what happened, whatever. And he said, if he go, he go. If he stay, he stay. <laughs> These niggas, bro. Draymond need to chill. He needs to work on his damn jumper. That's what he needs Nigga, to do. Nigga, shoot, what, 29% from three? Nigga, if you go, you go, nigga. And I think he's doing this because it's really going to be between them who stays next year. Right. And Draymond is playing he's running Kevin Durant out of town so he can stay on the team because I feel like they're going to max out Clay. They got to keep Clay. Yeah, And if you it's have between to. Durant and Draymond, Draymond is out. Out. Here. So he just wants to make sure Durant got a swift foot up his ass on his way out. I don't but know let's that. make sure we get this championship, though. But I don't get why he would. Why even comment on that? Because you're definitely below, like, you're under. Durant, I guess, like you're saying, it's to like scare him out of here. It's just, to make him hate it, hate him even more. And be like, I don't want to play it, with this nigga. It don't well, leave matter. then. It's, I was here first. It don't matter. <laughs> like, it's going to come down to, if it comes down to you two guys, you lost. You lost, whether you made him hate you or not. Yeah. Or you made him hate the Warriors. Because if, if they have a meeting, and Kevin Durant says, man, I would love to come back here, but, man, this nigga Draymond be I don't want to play with him no more. So, <laughs> what you're saying is, is if Draymond we sign you out. and get rid of him, you're staying? Yes. Bet. So. Yeah, they're going to get rid of Draymond. Draymond needs to just play ball. I don't know if that's really an issue in his head, but is he, he need to. Mentally, he must be struggling. He averaging seven points, seven rebounds, and seven assists, which the assist is not that bad. But he's shooting like 29% from three. The only thing I don't like is Draymond's never been a great shooter, but he could hit shots. He wasn't a self-check. Right. Niggas don't even guard him. They're no not more. guarding they him. They leaving at him all. like Rondo outside the And three. it's like it kind of <laughs> messes up the flow. Like mm-hmm. you gotta Because he won't even shoot it a lot of times. Because like, he has no self confidence. It was one time in the game, and I get you ain't supposed to shoot every open three, but this was I think it was early in the game, a little through the first. Ball movement, great, great. It swung around, it got to Draymond. He was the shot. It that's the what the defense wanted, like yeah, That's the only that shot was the they was going to get. They was cutting everything else off, and you had a shot, and he just didn't even look at the rim. Pansy. And that's like, that's how you know, like, something's up. Like, even if even if I'm off, if I'm that open. And that's in the floor of the offense. And it's like a flow shot, it's going up. You got to shoot those with confidence, Fokker. Yeah, it's going up. <laughs> Ball going up. He's trying to get Durant out of there, and I'm here this. for it. Get him the fuck out of there. Know. Come on, easy money sniper. Come on down to L.A. We'll let you shoot all the balls, and you won't even have to use your fake accounts. Oh, my gosh. LeBron will take all the heat. He will. Um, Speaking of LeBron taking the heat, um, people are trying to take his crown. You know that. And now the question is, is the Greek freak the new face of the NBA post-LeBron? Meaning, like, this is LeBron's last year. Everybody thinks this is it. Like, next year LeBron's going to be a shell of himself. And is the Greek freak the next face of You saying NBA? when LeBron is gone or, like, now Greek freak is Um, He's, let's say 2019, 2020 is what – I'm just telling he you He might what, be the face, but he won't be the best player in the league. Okay. And, and so – Is the face because he's an international player. International players get a lot of love. You know, he – 
he'll get a whole country behind him. Well, some of the some of the reasons that people say he can't be the face of the NBA is because he's not Americanized. He's too his his English is ratchet. He doesn't like do American things. Like he's just not like a typical American boy. So they won't even like receive him for the face of the the league. Thoughts? No, I don't agree with that. Mm. I think it's crazy that Durant got skipped. On this situation, I think yeah, because Durant is kind of the same. Even though he's younger than LeBron, he's like kind of in that same era as them. Yeah, but if there if there were anyone who's the face and arguably the best, if you're gonna dethrone LeBron, it would be Durant. Yeah, and I feel like America doesn't want Durant to be that guy because he went to the Warriors. Nobody's ever going to respect him. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, not on that aspect. Yeah. Not, Nobody's ever going to give him but, his just because he went to the Warriors. But I don't think he'll be the face of the NBA like with LeBron because he's – Durant's like 30 years old, right? Yeah, but you have to consider being the face comes with being the best player in the league. Yeah. And would it be the Greek freak or Durant? They're pretty much saying when LeBron isn't the best player in the league, it'd be Greek free. So you saying like in 2024? Whenever. <laughs> I don't know. Whenever LeBron just falls off. I don't know when that'll be. 24, I'm guessing. And then The Greek saying, freak's going to be 30 by then. <laughs> and then there'll probably be somebody See else. See what I'm saying? They're trying to find a new young person to plug on. It's just the the cycle of all leagues. All but you still have one. Who? LeBron. So why even talk about it? No, they they're trying to find the next. The LeBron is the constant. We'll we got see, LeBron. The, the, then Steph. The game but will them tell dudes you. ain't gonna play forever. So they're trying to find who is the next. And right <sighs> now, Greek Freak, they're the number one seed or in the East or something like that. And they feel like that's the guy they can put this on. Mm. Well, I think that, um, although I think he's extremely talented and a really, really good player, the older he gets, the more he's going to need a jump shot. Yeah, for or sure. Or he's not even going to – he's going to be like um, – what's the dunker from Seattle? Sean Kemp? Yeah. <laughs> A uh, 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 a high grade Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp. He really is explosive and athletic, and that's gonna fade, and that's also gonna be taken away from you. You know, you're gonna have to have a plan B. And although his jumper isn't garbage, it's still not. You know, I would say it's almost garbage. Uh, for a nigga that don't really. You know, shoot it is not like a part of his game. I don't like to judge him off of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because it's not like a shot he takes a lot of. So his numbers are going to be low just because he's not even really. I don't really like watching Greek Freak play anyway. (laughs) Talk about it, please. (laughs) What you don't like? I just don't like his style. I mean, I don't. You don't like that? He don't seem smooth. Like, he good. He's obviously good, but it's kind of like. It's you, just, think he's, you think he's like a, a guard version of Dwight Howard? Yeah, he's a little stiff. But it, it's good because he's big and he can. He, he's big as shit and he's mm-hmm. pretty fast. 
So he's going to get buckets, but it's just not appealing to me. Like, I don't really like watching him play at all. I like watching him play because it just seems every single move seems extremely disrespectful. I'm going to be honest. I like that he disrespects people. Like, Mm -hmm. he will drop step, and if you do not move. He's fucking (laughs) 6'11". Yeah, explosive. With with decent bounce. I don't really look at him as overly explosive. We think it's just because he's long and looks like that? Yeah, he's long. He's not dumb athletic Mm -hmm. like everybody says. He's tall. I'm going to have to look into this. He's not. Old. He's tall and long, and if you're six eleven, you could jump at all. It's gonna look like that. You're, you're dunking like crazy. Like that's it. He's strong. That he's helps. good. Like he's got yeah. attributes that's cool. And I'm not saying he's not a great player. I just don't. I think that you respect, like, like how you talk about Embiid. What about? You know, he's seven foot. Like, you know how, how I talk about him be? That's how you sound talking about the Greek freak to me. Wait, say this again. When I talk about him be and I say, like, yeah, he he's really good, but I still don't like the way it looks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like the way Greek freak looks. Yeah, I don't like Embiid looks like he's just going to be hurt every time he, he does. Something. He's like, he's athletic for, he's big as hell, and he can move pretty well, but it just looks like. Don't look like it looks something looks off. Yeah. Yeah. Um do you know why Terrell Suggs left Baltimore Ravens? You know he signed with Arizona Cardinals. Why didn't he just stay there? They asked him, he was on the show today. Guess what he said? He, I know he went to school in Arizona. That's all I got. He actually, Money. He actually left because Baltimore pretty much didn't, you know, they could have signed him in 2019 and not have to deal with the whole free agency thing, and they chose not to. And the reason was because they were trying to get Le'Veon Bell. And they flat out told him that. Like, um, we going to let you go because we finna chase Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon is no shade. Yeah. But if we pay you, which we think you worth, you cutting into that check. That's an honorable thing. Yeah. Because a lot of teams don't do that. They'll trash you in the league and tell people all these negative things about you and why they didn't re-sign you. Right. Just to appease the fan base because the fan base would be like, why the fuck didn't we – we need Suggs. We need um, uh, Mosley. Mm-hmm. Like all these players that they lost. But it's really like a business. Yeah. So they shouldn't get upset when players say, you know what, I'm going to go over here because they offer me something a little more. I appreciate what y'all did, though. The fan, uh, a fan is never going to accept it as a business because then it would take away from their fandom. But I think honesty would go a long way, though. Honesty from who? The front office. To players? No. Like, in business decisions – if they were just honest with the player, and no, to the player, yeah, that can that, that can comes out sense. in the media. You know that eventually is told. The story yeah. is told, but instead of just saying, "Hey, uh, we would love to keep you," but I know so, this other team because they they know what other teams are offering you because everybody knows. Mm-hmm. We know that they gonna offer you this, and we can't afford you. So go ahead, we finna try to get Le'Veon. Right, everybody's in on him. We gotta have all our funds together. We don't know how much it's gonna cost. But we need to make sure we got it. Yeah. If shit get real. So we can't sign you. Right. And so I thought that was really honorable um, 
that um, he knew why he didn't get re-signed. Mm-hmm. There's no hurt feelings behind it. Because you, you would think Terrell Suggs would retire there like kind of the how they did Ray Lewis. Yeah. The whole, that position is just has like a um, seniority. He'll, he'll do a re-sign and retire with them. Like, and come out the tunnel one more time. Yeah, he'll do something like that. And then retire. Yeah, for sure. Well, while the Baltimore Ravens front office was getting um, um, cheered for, you know, just their honesty and in, 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 in the what the, is the most important thing in this game is business. Le'Veon Bell said the Steelers <laughs> treat you like you're not human. For real? Yes. I, I always <laughs> thought the Steelers was like uh, treated their players well. He said quarterbacks are leaders. It is what it is. But you're still a teammate at the end of the day. You're not Kevin Colbert. You're not uh, the team president, Art Rooney. Everywhere else in the... Uh, so he's talking about Ben Ross. He, he, he started right there. And um, he said... Uh, he he, he kind of shit on Ben. We all know the stuff that he's saying uh, about Ben. And, and other players have said this too. And he said so... If I'm mad at a player and I'm not throwing the ball, uh, he just he's going on. But hold on, he said. So he said they've got a great owner, head coach. They kind of treat you like they tr- they don't treat you like you're human. What I mean by that is like, yeah, I'm an NFL athlete, but still I'm a human being. You know what I'm saying? I still play video games. I still make music. They don't want. To allow you to be yourself, they want you to be. If you're if you're a Steeler, you're literally playing football twenty four seven. You're not supposed to be playing video games and like making music, playing basketball. You're not supposed to be doing that. You're supposed to be working out. <laughs> We've discussed this before because. Um, I've told you that the NFL wants to run you guys year-round, but they don't want to pay you year-round. They want to pay you game by game, non-guaranteed money, but you can't do anything year-round. What do you mean? But do them. Like, when the season's over for for majority of the league, New Year's Day. Mm -hmm. Okay? OTA start April 20th, about. Yeah. If you get to OTAs and you're out of shape, they mad, Right? Yeah. So from January 1st to April 20th, you can rest, but you can't, don't you dare fall out of shape. I mean, but that's the job of a professional athlete. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that the job is a car crash every week. You have to allow yourself some time to just decompress, to exhale to remove yourself, allow your body to just do nothing for a while, just to, like, recover. There's so many things wrong with you guys, little nagging things that you put up with all season, you get shots for all year to make sure that the young guy doesn't take your job. And then the off season, you don't even get to, like, really break and breathe. Even if you don't go to the playoffs, imagine people that go to the Super Bowl. I mean... You got from January to April, which is three, four months to do nothing for real. Brent, you can't come in out of shape. 
I mean, they don't, you ain't supposed to be in peak shape, but they don't want you to come like fucking just blah, like nah. Nobody gets blah, but it's still out of shape. And if you come in out of shape, it's it's seen negatively in the media. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's pressure. You can't even like break break. <laughs> I don't think you should break break. Why not? Other sports do. Not like I'm not saying you are training as hard as you train like leading up to training camp or lead training camp training, but I feel like you take you could take like a month of doing nothing. Or one just, month of your whole life of doing nothing. The whole then, year, one month, and then just chill. Like that regular seems stressful. Shit. Regular like. I feel Light like he, working out and you'll be in decent shape. You don't got to be training crazy hard. This is a perfect example of why I need to do a rookie symposium. He should have known this already when he got into the league. <laughs> I mean, I think he's he's tripping. <laughs> Talk about it. Like you can't. Like I don't I don't know what he means. Like you can't play video games. You can't like, yeah, you can. Apparently, it's frowned upon. I play a shit ton of video games. Yeah, you do. You play a shit ton of basketball. I play basketball. I play soccer. I play softball. softball. Tennis. I play a whole bunch of shit. Maybe in um, Pittsburgh, nah, you can't do all those tripping. things. Now, what I do think he's telling the truth about is that in Pittsburgh, it's Ben Roethlisberger and then everybody else. Mm-hmm. And he's annoyed by that. And like maybe Ben Roethlisberger says something like he might have did he a play on your your music yeah, career. He did a, a play and wrong. He messed up the route. And he messed up a <laughs> route. And he was like, "Yeah, you too busy doing something like that. Too and, busy and, making and he, beats and shit." And he held that in, but like for real, he should know. You know, you gotta they run you, you. You gotta work out. You're supposed to come in shape. It ain't like you're you've been an athlete your whole life. If you if you play college football, you know like. They train like a motherfucker in college. Way more than you have to in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like coming into the season. Like the spring ball. Spring, waking up at like 6 in the morning, doing crazy training, weightlifting, running, and then going to class. And then it's spring ball, then it's practice. Like you notice. Like you, you, got, you got more time than you ever had in your life to do music. Mm-hmm. To do video games, to do whatever you like to do. As you can see on Instagram, you see people doing whatever they want to do in their little break. Maybe it's like a in an inner thing where they criticize you on the low and and beat you down, but in in private, Who? you know the team. They might have been on him just saying like, "Oh, you be on Instagram playing Call of Duty too goddamn much, nigga. Why was you up at 2 a.m. playing Call of Duty? Nigga, I was on the streak. Nigga, I'm nice. <laughs> and you also gave me the ball 500 times this year, so obviously I'm doing something right. <laughs> Fuck out of here. That's what you say to that. Respect. Oh, man. I just think it's sad whenever these players like think like they they say these things that they didn't know. Like imagine you remember how um, it was a uh, New Year's. It was when we played with the Falcons, and we had a New Year's Eve party. It was like an all gold. It was like that one year that Trinidad James song gold. Oh, all I do of remember, my, remember that. I threw yeah, an all yeah, gold. That was cool. 
New Year's party and I was hitting the weed with a couple of your teammates. And then some of the other ones was like, oh, my God, you smoking like you can get your random test at any moment. And I was like, dog, you only get a random test from April 20th to August 20th. And they was like, no, that's not true. And I'm like, how y'all in the league and you don't even know what's in your CBA? Niggas just be playing football, mate. <laughs> That's it. That's all I can say to you. I need to do football. a rookie symposium. I need to really educate these players coming into the league on a lot of stuff because that would save them so much shit, so much drama, so much money, everything. If they just knew a lot of real nigga shit that you really need to know entering the NFL, I should do a rookie symposium. I don't know how. I, I need to make this happen, though. I You've really do. You've been talking do. about this forever. Years. I need to just figure out, just just do it. I just, I don't know. I, I need to do it because I, I just feel sorry for these players just not knowing anything. Now you got veterans. And even um, Suggs was on, on um, Undisputed today, and um, he said that he was talking about the contract and everything, and he was like, man, I was just so dumb in the league. I just didn't realize certain things. And he's like, now figuring out, like, contracts and how the shit works and stuff. Because – for Suggs, he was a first round pick. Mm -hmm. He was he's good as shit, mm -hmm. and he was like the guy for the team for so long. Like they were doing everything for him, and now he's facing like what normal players face because that are not like the face of the franchise. Mm -hmm. And he's it's a like, wake up call. He's like, oh shit. And now he's realizing that, you know, even though he's whatever contract you sign, this one kills me all the time when, we, when players, when they uh, post their contract on social media, like whatever, when they signed and blah, blah, blah. And they never really post the, the guaranteed. It's always about the big number. And a lot of them don't even realize you're never going to see the end of that money. You're never, whatever your guaranteed money I, I is. I just feel like the rest of the contract is just show for the Asians. Yeah, but the players don't know that. They should they know, that. To know they that. They don't, Brent. I swear to God, I talk to them all the time. I talk to their wives, and the wives tell me, like, he's upset because he said that he just figured out that, that all the money in his contract, he's not even going to get it. They're cutting him before he can get to it. Yeah, that's what they do. How do you not know that? People, they don't. I hear this probably five times a week during free agency. Then they're stupid. It's a lot of stupid players in the league. <laughs> well, they're stupid, and I don't know if there's any help for them. If I'm telling if you, in the contract, people don't know it that. says guaranteed. No, 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 no. They think that they're going to still just stay on the team and float into that non-guaranteed money. They don't have a clue that, that they're going to cut them rare. or restructure them. Extremely, extremely rare. rare. That you're ever going to see a dollar past the guaranteed money. Right. Yeah, and they don't know that, Brent. They really don't know that. Mm. So I got to really make this rookie symposium happen. That's basically what it is. Um, that is enough of the Undisputed show. That was it. Um, but I have a couple of more topics before we get out of here that I wanted to, to get your opinion on. The first one is, um, first of all, I still have a huge fan base down here in South Florida. Mm -hmm. Okay. The Dolphin fans, they still fuck with me. I, my numbers say so. Um, so can you tell the listeners what they're getting in the savvy veteran Ryan Fitz magic? Fitz. Fitz, Fitz is, is a fucking fin. <laughs> He's a cool dude. Like Fitz is so cool. He's going to be a fan favorite. 
he's he's good. He's a gunslinger, and he's like Aaron Rodgers, which is not as skilled. He's like the great value yeah, version like of Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, what's the young dude in the Chiefs? Uh, Mahomes. Mahomes. He like that type of quarterback without the arm athleticism talent, the arm and arm talent. strength. But he's like he's smart. He knows what he's trying to do. He he makes good reads. Sometimes he just you know gets ahead of himself, and that's why he hasn't became like a star. A, a star quarterback. But he could he could have some exciting games, and as you see throughout his career, get on some incredible hot streaks and do some cool things. Yes, so we wish the best yeah. for the Dolphins and him. Right, like no, I right. can actually get behind the team. I have a reason. Yeah, he's cool. I dude. have like a couple still hanging on reasons. He's one of my. He's one of my favorites. Yes, I have loved him for so long. I was so excited when we signed him. We was with the Bucks. I was like, whoa. Yeah. So good luck, uh, Dolphins. I hope you guys. Uh, whatever. Fuck your team. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, you know, I still fuck with y'all, but y'all owner can eat several dicks. We all know that. But um, we are available for free, in free agency for Miami. Okay. It, it won't even take an apology. It will take a respectable contract. The end. Um, the Bucks are making history, Brent Grimes. I know what you're about to say. Go ahead. Tell me then. Talk to me. They have two girl coaches. Boom. Yeah. Two hoes on the squad. <laughs> Two hoes. They done signed two hoes. Not one. Two of them. Two hoes on the Bucks roster as coaches. They're assistant coaches. Now, assistant coaches don't really What's have any names? power. Uh, let me try to pull it up right quick because it was like a top story and then it died. So, Okay, so the names are Lori Lucas and oh, I'm about to fuck this one up. Moral Hava Hava Defar. Okay. M M A R A L J A V A D I F A R. Wow. Yeah. So uh, Lori Locus was a defensive line coach in the Alliance of America Football, Birmingham, uh, Birmingham Iron, um, during their inaugural season, which obviously is right now. Um, she previously served as a Baltimore Ravens defensive coach interim during training camp and was a defensive line and linebackers coach for the Lehigh Valley Steelhawks from 2017 to 2018. And after completing her sports physical therapy residency at VCU in August, the girl's name, who I cannot pronounce, uh, worked as a physical therapist at Avant Physical Therapy in Seattle. She was a physical therapist and performance trainer at Virginia while also serving as a guest lecturer at George Mason University University. With both hiring with both hirings, Tampa Bay will become the first NFL team with two female coaches on staff. Now, I have been avoiding this topic for a while. Wow. Just because I don't want people to hate you. <laughs> Why? Not this coaching one. But there is a female playing safety in college. I showed you the story weeks ago. Um, oh, shit. 
know Let me she pull it up. Talk. Okay, so she's playing college football, and she says her dream is to be the first NFL player, female NFL player. Her name is Tony Harris. Um, she got a full scholarship at uh, Central Methodist University. She became the first female to play a non-kicking position at a four-year college after signing in the summer of 2014 to play cornerback at Campsville's University, which was the NAI school. Uh, they need to cut that out. That's all I'm saying. So now they're saying safety Antoinette Harris is the second woman to earn a football scholarship. She plays safety at East Los Angeles College. She got a scholarship from Bethany College, which was an NAIA. So now we have two females with scholarships in college. Do you think that there will ever be a woman non-kicker in the NFL? No. Never. There will never be a girl NFL player. You know what you sound like? Switch. No, it won't be. I'm sorry. I might end the podcast with that song. Um, I showed you, you know, some film on her, some 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 drills and skills and all that, and you didn't really you you were offended, to say the least. Like, nah, she's not, uh, and it's no. <laughs> like, and it's cool for her that she made it to a college. I probably she's probably taking a scholarship from somebody that could have got that scholarship <laughs> that's way better than her but cool and it's cool for her that she even is pursuing a college thing a hats off for making it that far but, this but that's is the end it of the road? that's the end of the road are you offended i'm not offended you sound offended i just like women are trying to come for your game no, I first just, now I we just, coaching just, and shit. I just feel like next thing you know we're gonna have a headset on brand calling I, plays i just feel like <laughs> She is not better. Like, it's not even like football is. You're saying there's definitely a boy better than her that didn't get a scholarship because she's there. Because she's there, and it's a boy better than her. It's it's not. It's so what is no it shade. that? What what was the what was the deciding factor outside of that she has tits that made you feel like she doesn't belong when she was doing squats. <laughs> What was wrong with the squats? They were horrible squats, and and this is college. Anybody that knows college football, just you lift like crazy. They, you know, meathead shit. Meathead crazy shit. She was squatting like, which is impressive for a girl, but she was like maxing out at like two hundred pounds. That alone, I'm a track runner, so that alone, yeah. and that's good for a girl, and she moves well for a girl. I feel like the tape you showed me, prime Miko Grimes in college at, at, right. at, at uh, Cal, Cal State LA. LA. <laughs> if they taught you some backpedal drills, you would do some backpedal drills just as good as she did, or the point guard on your team. Any any person with any girl with some quick twitch and speed, if you teach them the drills, would do that pretty well. But football ain't basketball. I believe 
there are some girl basketball players that are better than boy basketball players. Yeah, we've proven that through it, me. Yeah, it's, it's girl <laughs> basketball players that are better than boy basketball players. Mm-hmm. But football? No. It's football. If Now, if it's a random, a random guy that, you know, is not an athlete, but if you're getting, getting another athletic guy versus this girl, no. It's not going to work I'm out. I'm still feeling the effects. No, it in just doesn't. Tone. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. That's all I'm saying. The fact that she's saying I'm trying to go to the NFL. You feel squatting that, that 200 just, pounds? That right there just sent Come you. Come on, bro. I remember when I showed you that you you like you almost wanted to slap my phone out of my I'm hand. Like, Come on, bro. That's <laughs> too much. Like it's too much to like. You're not making an NFL as a girl. It, it, no. Do you see the people in the NFL? Yeah, and she's playing safety. So what position you know would she uh, convert to in the NFL? If kicker. She, <laughs> she better get that foot and leg strong because that's what she only position a girl could play in the NFL. What about punter? Yeah, if uh, but they, maybe if they could kick far. Holder? I don't know. <laughs> I just, We're coming for your fucking league, I just okay? Don't, I just you don't, see us taking over. You man, see it. I don't care about the Look league. Look, are we coaching and shit now? We finna now. When we get up in there, we, we gonna make y'all respect when we on our period and everything. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna have so many jokes for the coaches. The girl coaches, if they yelling at them or something. For I'm like, yo, bro, she on her period? Yo, chill, bro. chill out, lady. What's going on? Damn. We're taking over y'all league. Yeah, okay. That's the end of the show. And closing with Teddy Pendergrass's Close the Door. So fitting that we're closing the podcast now. But before I go, I would like to wish my homeboy AO a very happy birthday. I love you. Peace. Close the door. Let me give you what you've been waiting for. Baby, I got so much love to give And I want to give it all to you Close the door No need to worry no more Let's bring this day to a pleasant end Girl, it's me and you now I've waited all day long Just to hold you in my arms And just exactly like I thought it would be Me loving you and you loving me Close the door Let me rub your back